welcome to Transforming Minds, Transforming Lives, a podcast series of RCCG Living Spring Pittsburgh. Stay tuned for our senior pastor, Boyga Esson. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 and verse 1, the seasons of life, part 1. The Bible says in verse 1 of Ecclesiastes chapter 3, to everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven. There's a time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, a time to pluck up what is planted, a time to kill, a time to heal, a time to break down, a time to build up, a time to weep, a time to laugh, a time to mourn, a time to dance, a time to cast away stones, a time to gather stones, a time to embrace, a time to refrain from embracing, a time to gain, a time to lose, a time to keep, a time to throw away, a time to tear, a time to sow, a time to keep silence, a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. There's a time of war and there's a time of peace. It's my prayer God will help us in Jesus' mighty name. A season is a period of time characterized by peculiar, unique circumstances. And the life of every man is a series of seasons. It starts at birth and it culminates at death. So we have to understand The season we are in. For you to take advantage of seasons, you have to know the season you are actually in. If you don't get it, you may not be able to take the opportunity in the season, or you may not be able to handle the challenges of the season. You see, creation talks about God a lot. So everything you see in creation could be a parallel. So when you say seasons of life, yes, we have seasons of weather, but it's also true that there are seasons of life. Romans chapter 1 verse 20 says the invisible qualities of God, they actually talk to us. Genesis chapter 8 verse 22, while the earth remains, seed time, harvest, cold, heat, winter, summer, day and night shall not cease. So the life of man is characterized by seasons. And if you know the season you are in, you'll be able to navigate life better. Some people don't navigate life well. Yes, we have stages of life. We also have seasons of life. Stage of life, I mean, there's a time you are born, you grow up to adulthood, you grow up to become an elder. For me, that time of birth and that time of childhood is a time of learning. By the time you become an adult, you become responsible. You leave your parents' house, you become a man of your own. By the time you become an elder, what you should be thinking of is legacy. What will I leave behind? When I leave this realm, how would I be celebrated? What do I want to be remembered for? So those are different stages of life. But it's also different from seasons of life. You have the winter season of life. When things are gloomy, when things are just cold and lonely and dreary. And seasons are constant. You can't run away from them. Whether you like it or not, it will come. We are in summer now, we are enjoying. Glory be to God. But very soon, fall is coming. And fall will come with its own challenges. After fall, we have winter. After winter, of course, spring comes up again. So these are realities of life, and there's nothing you can do about it. But if during winter, you are not going about with flip-flops and you are wearing very skimpy dresses, of course, (laughs) you'll be caught in the challenges of winter. The weather will show you. If during summer you are going about with winter jackets, you will get yourself burnt. So in a nutshell, it's also true there are seasons of life. And every season comes with its own challenges and with its own demands. But when you know the season you are in, you are able to tackle the season, you are able to handle the challenges 
handle the demands. And seasons also change, and this is actually quite wonderful. If it was just one winter all through the year, you can imagine your guess is as good as mine. In the North Pole, they said the sun comes up six months, and the other six months are about darkness. So you have whole days in the North Pole that is totally darkness. Because at that point in time, the earth is rotating away from the sun, and the North Pole being on the extreme is totally cut out from sunlight. So if you now have one long stretch of winter or one long stretch of summer, uh, no, 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 it will be crazy. So in other words, there is no season that is superior to the other. Yes, yeah, some seasons may look more appealing. We like them. We were on the road during summer. But if there is no winter, there will not be moisture. I mean, for all you know, the water levels will not be able to rise. So God, because he's a planner, he's a strategist, he knows how to balance out everything. It's also true in the life of a man. If it's just one summer, one celebration, that's why people never become wise. Solomon had a long summer. That was why he was acquiring wives. Because he never fought a battle. He just had one long summer. The summer was too much that he almost consumed him. God will help us in Jesus' mighty name. The Bible says weeping may endure for a night, but joy surely comes in the morning. As good as day is, we also need the night time. It is in the night time that people reflect. It is in the night time that people dream. So as undesirable as the night seems at times, it also has its own benefits. Because during the night we dream, during the night we reflect. It is during the night that people reflect. The Bible says it's even good to go to the house of mourning. It's good to go to funeral service once in a while. Because that's when you'll be able to think of your life. That one day you'll also be the one that they will gather around. So the Bible says it's even good to go to the house of mourning. Because if it's just celebration, 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 before you know it, you'll be caught in the web of the enemy. But that will not be your portion in the mighty name of Jesus. So seasons change. So I don't know what you are going through now. Seasons actually change. Maybe you're in the winter time of your life now. I see summer coming for you in the mighty name of Jesus. The Bible says in Ruth chapter 1 verse 1, Now it came to pass in the days when the judges ruled that there was famine in the land. And a certain man of Bethlehem, Judah, went to dwell in the country of Moab, he and his wife and his two sons. Ruth chapter 1 verse 6, Then she arose with her daughters-in-law, that she might return from the country of Moab, for she had heard in the country of Moab that the Lord had visited his people by giving them bread. I'm sure you know the story of Ruth very well. This woman, the husband, they were living in Bethlehem, Judah, the house of bread, and there was famine in Bethlehem, Judah. So the man relocated to the country of the Moabites. Very soon, he died. After he died, the two boys got married to the girls of Moab. And of course, they lived 10 years after their father died, and they also died. And this woman had, after she had been in sojourn for some time, that there was now bread. There was now abundance in Bethlehem, Judah, that she came from. And she made up her mind to go back home. In other words, at some point in time, there was famine in Bethlehem, Judah. And the famine was there for a while. But after a while, that famine changed, and there was abundance again. Is my prayer every depression in your life will change for the better in the mighty name of Jesus? Every setback you have suffered, God will cause you to have a comeback in the mighty name of Jesus. It doesn't matter whether you are going through your winter months now. I see summer coming. And you have to believe it, because some people never see summer coming. Some people never believe. And if God in his mercies will actually have us to have change in seasons, 
is also telling to you that, look, it will also happen as it is with the weather, so it is with life. Some people never look forward to anything good. They are so beaten down by life that they have no dreams. Do you know it was in the winter time, it was in the night time that Jacob was dreaming. Jacob was fleeing from his brother. He left home. He was running away. He didn't even know where he was going to. And he got to a point. He got to a place. And he was so tired. And he laid down on the bare floor. And his pillow was torn. And he slept in the night. And that same place, he saw a very long ladder coming from heaven and reaching him where he was. It was in the night season of Jacob that Jacob was dreaming. So even though you're in your night season, please dream. Keep hope alive. Some people never expect good. I don't know why. I mean, they are so tuned. They have so much programmed their minds to expect bad. They never look for anything good in life. And if you are that, you are better repent. Because God is a merciful God. Jesus went to the cross to purchase a better life for us. Say, I came to give you life and to give you life more abundantly. John chapter 10 and verse 10. Is my prayer every winter season will turn to summer in the mighty name of Jesus. God will come through for you. Your night season will turn to day in the mighty name of Jesus. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. And I see your dawn of joy coming. I see your morning of joy coming speedily in the mighty name of Jesus. There's a reason for every season. There's a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. As a matter of fact, if you look at David's life, it was a series of seasons. But you see, David was so tuned, he was so aligned with God that he was able to navigate his seasons of life very well. There was a time David was in oblivion. That was winter season. He was in the desert. Nobody heard about him. Nobody knew about him. He was killing lion there, killing bear, but he never came to limelight. He had no publicity. And he was there at the backside of the wilderness he was rejected by his family. He was the youngest, and yet he was the one in the bush. Think about it. There was a time in his life he wasn't known. And from that season of oblivion, there came a season of manifestation. When he came out to the valley of Hila, he was at the backside of the wilderness. He came out and he saw Goliath. He saw Goliath spitting from a brimstone upon the Israelites. Ah, ah. He said, I can take on this guy. He took on the guy. And as he took him on, killed Goliath, his fame spread. Another season opened up to him. And of course, next level, next devil. Saul also rose up again. As he was entering his limelight, a very serious enemy also came out to hunt him, to kill him. From that season of manifestation, of course, he went into the wilderness because he had to run for his dear life. Saul was there, wanted to kill him. So that wilderness experience was another bad one, winter and cold. He was there, he was in lack. He was sleeping in caves. So much of certainty. I mean, it was just there. I didn't know where the next meal would come from. It was as bad as that. And it was in that season for a while. And again, when Saul died, he was made king over Judah. In other words, another season of enthronement came for him. He was made king over Israel. Of course, he was king, he was ruling, he was ruling. After a while again, he became complacent. It was one long summer for him. And that was when he fell into adultery and he committed murder. That season also gave way for that of rebellion. It was because of his complacency that Absalom rose up. His own son rose up, drove him again into the wilderness. But you see, each of these seasons made David who he was. 
If David hadn't committed adultery, we won't have Psalm 51 today. And Psalm 51 is one psalm that you can read and you'll be assured of God's forgiveness. So God used all those seasons to package for himself David. He called him a man after my heart. The Bible says David, that with the skillfulness of his hands and the integrity of his heart, he shepherded Israel. So everything you are going through is for a purpose. There's a reason for that season. It's not everything that you pray for that God grants, but everything you are prepared for, he will give it to you. Amen? So, there's a reason. When I'm going through stuff, I'm asking myself, Lord, what would you have me learn in this season? And as you begin to ask God, he will tell you, in Jesus' mighty name, David trusted in God's sovereignty. He said in Psalm 31, verse 15, he said, my times are in your hands. Even when he was in the cave, he said, Lord, my times are in your hands. He was always assured that he will bounce back. That's the man of courage. That's the man who knows God. Those who know their God shall be strong and they will do exploits. He was always assured he will bounce back. When you read through the Psalms, you will see a man. When David is in the pit, you will see him. The Psalms is just wonderful. And the Psalms came to be because of David's experiences. If not for his many myriad of experiences, we won't have the Psalms today. So everything you are going for is to tell stories. Is to tell your children that, ah, <laughs> this is how life operates. It's to encourage somebody. It's to tell them that their God lives. And it's my prayer you will say of a certainty that your God lives in the mighty name of Jesus. And the Almighty will come through for you all through the days of your life in the mighty name of Jesus. There's also need to understand the season that you live in. This is very major, very key. Because you see, if you just go through life and you don't reflect from time to time, you won't make the best out of life. At times, because you're a child of God, whatever thing you are going through, there's a reason for it. For a child of God, life is not just random luck. Life is not just happenstance. If you have truly committed your soul to Jesus, it now takes over your life. So for a Christian who is actually a Christian, life is not just happenstance. It's not just random luck. No! When God takes you through the fire, there's a reason for it. He may want you to just learn some wisdom. So there's a need to understand the season you live in. And the Bible says in 1 Chronicles chapter 12, verse 32, 1 Chronicles 12, 32, that of the sons of Issachar, who had understanding of the times, to know what Israel ought to do, their chiefs were 200, and all their brethren were at their command. In other words, because they had understanding of the times, God made them commander over their brethren. There were just 200 people, but they had command, because if you have understanding of the times, you'll be a leader. Leaders always know what followers don't know. Leaders have privileged information. So if you want people to be at your back and call, if you want people to consult with you from time to time, then gain understanding. And part of gaining understanding is to gain understanding of your own life. God will help us. So understanding is very, very key. Because when you have understanding, you'll be able to make adjustments. The Bible says in Genesis 31, verse 2 to 3, Genesis 31, 2 to 3, that somehow, after Jacob served Laban, that he got to a point, he was able to see from Laban's countenance that he wasn't wanted anymore in his employment. From Laban's attitude, Jacob was able to learn that my time here has expired and it's time for me to move on. So just by observing his boss, this guy that used to be so all into him, all of his just doesn't want to see him anymore. Understanding of the times. 
And by having understanding, he was able to adjust. He was able to move on to a new level. It's my prayer God will grant you understanding. He will grant me understanding as well. And as he grants us understanding, we will also adjust to a new season in Jesus' mighty name. There is need to always adjust to a new season. The Bible says in Acts 3 verse 19, it says, So repent from the amplified version. Change your inner self, your old way of thinking. Regret past sins. Return and return to God. Seek his purpose for your life so that your sins may be wiped away, blotted out, completely erased, so that times of refreshment may come from the Lord. So he said there is need to always adjust. Once you have understanding, then now adjust. Because God will not pour new wine into old wine skins. We don't normally get this, you know. God doesn't pour old wine into new wine skins. If he does that, the new wine skin will burst. You are the wine skin. Amen? So if God brings something that is too heavy for you to handle, it may shatter you. Some people actually who get promoted before their time, believe me at times, it may not always be the best. In other words, if you are giving what you are not ready for, it may consume you. That's where there is need for adjustments. The Israelites could enter Canaan because they were thinking like peasants. You cannot, with the mentality of a peasant, rule and reign as a king. It's not possible. So there's need for renewal of mind. There's need for you to make up your mind to develop yourself spiritually, develop emotionally, develop financially. You can't rest on your hours. People who rest on their hours don't amount to anything. People who don't aspire to be better. People don't reckon with them. They become irrelevant. People don't contribute anything to mankind. They become irrelevant. Do you know why some professions are so desirable? Because they are contributing. So you have to learn that some things prayer will not solve them. So if you want to increase your revenue, you want to increase your income, and you are praying to God, maybe you don't have enough skills. You know, you are praying to God oh, to give you this job that requires more skills. You may have, just have to go back. That's part of adjusting. So at times, it's not always good to manifest before your time. David was so ready. By the time he saw opportunity, ah, he just went for it. He didn't shy away from opportunity because he was ready. So it's my prayer you will submit yourself for God to prune you when it comes to seasons. Seasons are also cyclical and they're also recurrent. That's the sixth point. Seasons are cyclical, they're also recurrent. In other words, there's a seed time. Yes, you will harvest. After harvest, again, there's also another seed time. <laughs> another harvest. Yes, we are in summer now. This summer will give way for fall. So another summer will come next year. That's life. So you can't say this summer must remain forever. Yes, this summer will go. Another one will come. There's a time to sow. There's also a time to harvest. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 12, verse 10, Genesis 12, 10, that during Abraham there was a famine in the land. If you read Genesis 26, verse 1, there was a famine in the land. Besides the first famine that was in the days of Abraham, and Isaac went to Abimelech, king of the Philistines in Gera. In other words, in the time of Abraham, there was a famine. In the time of Isaac, there was another famine. So life is like that, cyclical. There was a time of boom when Joseph was there as king. But because God already told him, he already had revelation, that look, this time of boom will soon result into a time of scarcity. So he was able to stockpile wisdom. Because he understood the season that this boom will not be forever. You know, some people, they just have one breakthrough in life, and that's the end. They just have one financial breakthrough, and they blow everything. And they never see any breakthrough anymore. Meanwhile, God brought that breakthrough for them to prepare and to multiply the breakthrough. 
But it's just, ah, you know, another one will come. Another one may not come. It's just a fact of life. So when you see opportunity, embrace it and make the best of opportunities. We have to learn to perpetuate opportunities. We have to learn to perpetuate breakthroughs. And that's what education does. That's what revelation does. That's what seeking God does. And of course, God controls the times and the seasons. And that's very good. Daniel chapter 2 verse 21 says, He changes the times and the seasons. He removes kings, raises up kings. He gives wisdom to the wise, knowledge to those who have understanding. In Psalm 31 verse 15, My times are in your hand. Deliver me from the hand of my enemies and from those who persecute me. He also determines the duration of every season. So, the times, your time, your season is in God's hand. And when you entrust your life to him, he will guide you. He knows what is ahead of you. When you learn to trust in his sovereignty, when you learn to trust in his wisdom, your own wisdom is just so small. Amen. We don't even know what will happen tomorrow. But God can tell. So, which is why when you seek him, you are seeking wisdom. Because he determines the times and the seasons. And he can turn the time around just like that. He also brings the turn around. I mean, in one day, he changed the fortunes of Joseph. Just one day, a boy who was in prison became a prime minister. Because God can do it. He prepared the boy. And you know, what was even amazing about Joseph? Look, this guy, he wasn't in courts qualified for the position. Joseph was prepared. He was tested and tried and proven to be true. So it's my prayer God will help us. The controller of times and seasons, he will order your steps aright. In the mighty name of Jesus. So seasons are very important. Next week we are going to be learning about how to handle seasons. It's my prayer God will help us through the seasons of life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you for listening. And make sure you subscribe for more great podcasts.